0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And here we are coming close. As the Bills travel down to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers, old-time nemesis Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin. High-powered offense, one of the most high-powered offenses in all of the NFL. And here are the Bills licking their wounds after the Monday night football defeat to the New England Patriots and ready to take on the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, with so much of this right it has been a it has been a crazy week for for Buffalo Bills fans I think a a roller coaster of emotions um, if you follow me on Twitter at anth Marino I've tried to provide a little context a little levity um, even leading into the game on Monday right of not putting more importance on this game than was necessary and uh you know some people they they go into a game like this in a, a different way And I get that. For some, it was that huge matchup, right? Still looking at the AFC East, still looking at the potential for the one seed. uh, And with a win, that certainly would have been in hand for the Bills. For myself, I look at it more of just like, is the AFC East that important? Is it more just about making it to the playoffs? And of course, winning Monday's game would have made that easier for the Bills. But when I look at the AFC, Whether you're the one seed or the seven seed, just get in. Any one of these teams could end up making it to the Super Bowl. And I don't think I would be surprised. And it's not that I look at any of these teams and say, oh, my gosh, they're so fantastic. They're a favorite. They're this. There really isn't that favorite. Maybe I'd be surprised if the, you know, a a team that is near the top spot, the Titans, made it just because of the injuries that they've had and that they've dealt with in the absence of Derrick Henry. But now there's talk that he might be back. So I guess maybe I shouldn't be surprised there. If the Bills went to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised. I still see them as a viable option to win the AFC and make it to the Super Bowl. The Patriots, you're never going to count them out with that defense, with Bill Belichick. Still be curious to see what Mac Jones can do and what he'll do when he plays the Bills in a couple of weeks. Kansas City Chiefs, of course, we know what they're capable of, although it's been a a different season for them. The Chargers can get hot. Wouldn't be surprised there. The Colts, we've seen what they could do behind Jonathan Taylor. Not completely sold on Carson Wentz, but they've got talent. And of course, As Bills fans write our love for Frank Reich, maybe that's that number two AFC team that you kind of have that soft spot for that you would be pulling for at this time. There's a lot of teams in the AFC that could make it to the Super Bowl, and it wouldn't be too much of a surprise. And the Bills are one of those teams. They haven't looked like it as of late. There's plenty of questions around that. Talk about the inability to, to score in the fourth quarter. When the game is on the line, the Bills have not been able to do that. And it adds into what has really, really been a strange season. Right. You think about those one score games, right? A one score loss to the Steelers. One score loss to the Tennessee Titans. You've got a one score loss um, to the New England Patriots. Right. I mean, the one game where they got blown out against the Colts. You know, that's the outlier. Oh, and the one-score loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I would say, how did I forget that game? But I think I've tried to block it out of my mind for such a period of time that uh, (laughs) maybe it was easy for me to gloss over that one, to say the least. But as we try to provide a little bit of context around Monday, like some people, they just want to be mad about the game. And I get it, right? You, You hear... All the time, um, Bruce Nolan will say expectations minus reality equals disappointment. I think that's what he says. But sometimes I screw up what Bruce says. But I think you guys get the picture of what I'm trying to communicate here. But, you know, there were those expectations of the Bills have to win this game. They have to continue to, you know, prove a dominance against the Patriots. And what worried me going into that game, and I know it can, this can sound like hindsight 2020. Again, if you if you know me, if you follow me on Twitter, you, you'd see some of this stuff. But it just really was, you know, 50 mile an hour gusts, snow. The conditions favored the type of game that the Patriots would want to play. And it did not favor the type of game that the Bills would want to play. Now, you can get into it and talk about what that offensive game plan was, that Josh Allen's arm could have done enough, that they could have thrown the ball more, not trying to run as much as they did. Um, I myself, I, I get frustrated with the running game. I get frustrated with Zach Moss. Some of that ties into what you were saying before, expectations. I thought he was going to come into Buffalo and make an instant impact after what we saw he was at Utah. Um, And that has not been the case. And that's not just all on Moss. You can talk about the line. You can talk about the scheme. You can talk about a lot of things, right? I don't want to get into a blame game type of thing here. But I will say it's okay for fans to be frustrated. It's okay to be frustrated. Um, How you handle that frustration, how you interact with others, how you treat people. That's a little different. Sometimes when you get online, you get into some of the comments or People start taking shots and, and just get kind of up in their feelings a little bit. Um, it happens. And it's been a weird season. You think so much with this season. It, it's been weird from from the jump. And I say that you go back to week one, the game against the Steelers. The Bills are opening at home. Expectations are sky high, a Super Bowl favorite. And really, for the most part, you lay an egg against the Steelers. You lay an egg against the Steelers. The offense never got into a rhythm. Block punt for a touchdown. Steelers were the better team that day. And you just get off to that bad start. You never want to get off to a bad start. Then you go into the next couple of weeks, and I think everyone's expectations are met. You win those next four games, right? You trash the Dolphins 35 to nothing. Convincing win over the Washington football team absolutely thrashed the Houston Texans. And then you go into that Sunday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Which in retrospect, right, for so many, it's like, gosh, was that, was that our Super Bowl moment, right? Did we put so much stock into that one game and beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs that the Bills did convincingly? A great game. Gosh, you think back to that. Two months ago from when I'm recording this, right? October 10th, that game was. October 10th, Bills Mafia, everybody riding high. 38 to 20 victory. Okay. We are the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. The Steelers loss was at, you know, it was a fluke. The blocked punt, it happened. We're good. This is our time. Then you go to the next game. Right, Monday night football against the Titans. We all know what happened there. Bills fourth down on the step of the goal line. Deion Dawkins gets blown up. Therefore, Josh Allen kind of gets bumped into trips and the Bills lose 34 to 31. To a very good Titans team. Derrick Henry still there. A.J. Brown, we know what he can do. You know, you can take whatever shots you want at Ryan Tannehill. They're, they're a good football team. And that was one of those coin flip games, right? You come away from that and it's like a oh, heartbreaking defeat. But hey, toe to toe, 34, 31 defense has got to do some things better. But, you know, it's one of those games when you score 31 points, you feel better about it versus like what happened on Monday night when you score 10 points. Because points are fun, right? You want to see your offense humming. You want to see them doing good things. I personally looked at that game against the Titans and I put that in the same bucket as the 2020 game against the Arizona Cardinals. You know, it's like, oh, that heartbreaking defeat, the one that got away. Something just didn't break your way on that last play. And oh man, that sucks. But guess what? Like we're gonna, we're gonna get there. We, we're gonna get that. This is going to be that one that leaves a pit in your stomach and the Bills are going to bounce back and they're going to be good. They're going into the bye. Plenty of time to get ready for the Dolphins game. And they come back. They beat the Dolphins 26-11. Kind of an ugly game, right? The Bills scored three points in the first half, getting booed off the field at home, which I hate that, right? But it's just like, whatever. You know, Some it's it's not all fans. It's some fans. That's how they're going to act. It's fine. They win 26-11. It's not pretty. You add some context to it, right? Last year coming off the bye, the Bills played the Chargers. They won that game in a similar fashion, but it wasn't pretty. Josh Allen wasn't good in that game against the Chargers. He was taking hits left and right. The line was not good. But the Bills won. And that's the same way I felt about that Dolphins game. And you look to that next stretch and you're just like, hey, no problem. Right. You got the Jaguars up next. We all know what happened there. You just like that. That was the head scratching one for me. Right. The other losses that you have, there's no shame in losing to the Titans. No shame in losing to the Steelers, especially early in the season, right? You know it's not going to be a a Ben Roethlisberger burger that's been beaten and battered throughout the season. Kind of that Ben that you see now. Um But the Jacksonville one was like, all right, something's wrong here. I shouldn't say something wrong. Just something isn't right when that takes place. Of course, then you come back, you throttle the New York Jets. And then you get blown up at home against the Colts. You come back again. Here we go, right? Every other week now at this point. Thanksgiving night, you play against an injury-riddled Saints team. And you win thirty-one to six, but you lose Tre'Davious White, and as many said, right? We learn anything from this game? Not really, right? I mean, the Bills should have won thirty-one to six. I was telling friends beforehand. You know, they were asking, "What do you think?" I'm like, "The Bills are going to win by three scores," and they did. You know, then you go into the New England game, and this I still wrestle with because again, it's it's like what did we really learn from this game what did we really learn people want to debate about the defense and it goes in different ways right if you look at it statistically the bills give up you know under 300 yards on the day they give up 14 points from a defensive effort you say to yourself that should be enough now maybe if you're watching the game you see the big run by harris you see a a couple of drives right where A couple of drives where the Patriots were imposing their will. Then the rest of them, right, where the Patriots offense did absolutely nothing. So there's some different narratives that go with that. And Sometimes I think it gets into uh, maybe the national media. And listen, you get it. The Patriots have a huge fan base. You kind of pander to that base that you work with. Um, So you got that whole piece. But going back to what I said before, you take the whole weather side of things. It's like, is this what the game really, really was, right? If it was just a 40-degree night, no 50-mile-an-hour wind gusts, and these two teams are playing, what really happens? Of course, you know I'm a Bills fan, so I'm going to say that I think the Bills are the more talented team. That's not a question for me. I'm curious to see what happens when they play in three weeks. Right? They'll go to Gillette, they'll play the day after Christmas, and what will the Bills look like? I hope it's the team that you know we've been waiting to see for some time, and see what they can do against the Patriots, again, on the road, but in some more normal conditions. And that's not me making excuses, this and that, I'm just curious, I want to see what it's going to look like. If it was not 50 mile an hour wins the other night and it was just a normal December type of game, what would have happened there? We're going to find out in a couple of weeks. And now this weekend, the Bills go to Tampa Bay, right? So you come off of this tough, horrible loss, right? And I just call it a horrible loss because listen, you lose by four points, You have two drives late where you march into the red zone. One time you get to the six-yard line and one to the 12, and you come up with nothing, right? For me, that's kind of the bigger issue when it comes to it. You talk about delivering in the red zone. 2020, Bills, they score touchdowns on both of those drives. It's a 24-14 to final. No one's talking about three passes. No one's talking about the Patriots running game. No one's talking about embarrassing defensive efforts. None of it. None of it. Those should be two sure things for the Bills in that scenario. So now you come into a game against Tampa Bay, which more stock will be put into than it probably should because it's an NFC opponent. But yes, it's Tom Brady. And yes, you're coming off this loss. And It's so interesting, right? Because some people say, oh, it's the every other game, this and that. Like, I don't necessarily buy into that. But Jim Monos was on his uh, podcast as far as Go Long with Tyler Dunn. And I love when those two guys get together. I love the stories they share. I love just the camaraderie they have. It's one of my favorite listens each and every week. And Jim was like, the Bills win this game. They're going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I was kind of surprised to hear him say that, right? Because, I mean, Jim... He's not a fan, right? He doesn't look at this from a fan perspective, but he just looks at the matchup. He looks at the talent. He looks at the, you know, having been an executive in the front office. I was like, damn, I like your confidence. I don't feel the same way going into Sunday. But when, you, uh, when you're when you listening to someone that has that type of experience, uh, if anything, it's going to be a fun game. Plenty of storylines, what takes place, Sean McDermott and his defense has done good things against Tom Brady in the past. It had really always been Belichick's defense in those matchups that had owned the Bills on the other side. So, I am really looking forward to Sunday's game. I might live to uh, to regret those words at, at some point. I say that jokingly, but uh, but we will find out soon enough. But I guess my thing is and I, you know you could probably be like Anthony, why are you running through the whole schedule right now and reliving what happened with the Steelers and the Jaguars and this game and that game, but it's just been a weird season. And I don't say that. I mean, listen, you guys if you were on Rumblings.com, you saw my season prediction. I'm like, "Those can go 16 and 1 this year. They have that type of talent. It's that type of schedule that they're going against. They can be that good." And again, whether they go 16 and 1, 15 and 2, 14 or 3, they had that type of talent to be a dominant team. But something has been off. And the thing that's been off is you just haven't seen those fourth quarter drives, finishing those fourth quarter drives to win those close games. You just haven't seen it. Now, again, right? Super Bowl champs aren't crowned in November, early December. There's plenty of time and there's plenty of talent on this roster for the Bills to get things right. I mean, every game that they have down the stretch is a winnable one. Somewhere the Bills should be heavy favorites against the Panthers, against the Falcons, against the Jets. Oh, and I'll say this. You know, when some folks are talking about the rest of the season and getting into the playoffs, I hear a lot of folks like chalking up that Week 16 game at New England as a loss. Like just chalking it up as a loss. Like, there's nothing that I saw on Monday night that makes me think like, oh, there's no way the Bills win this game. Like, chalk that up as a loss. I mean, don't go there at this point. Like, that's why you play the game. And again, there's nothing I saw from the Patriots the other night in those conditions to just make me say like, oh, the Bills are not going to win that game. I mean, I'm not sitting here guaranteeing a victory. I'm not sitting here saying like, yeah, the Bills are going to be the favorites going into New England. But, I mean, I look at this game and say, like, of course the Bills can win this game. So I think, you know, fans kind of keep that perspective a little bit, if you can. And listen, if you get down, you get down. Uh, it's What am I to tell you? <laughs> How you should react to a win or a loss? That's not my place. That's nobody's place. But sometimes you just got to vent a little bit. I get it. Just treat others with a little bit of respect as best as you can and and just go with that. So. Listen, I'm going to wrap things up right now. I know it's been a little while since I've chatted with you guys. I've kind of taken a step back as a a few of the other shows have been getting their shine and just doing a great job here at buffalorumblings.com. But I always appreciate the feedback that we get from you. Um, If you get a chance, if you like the show, you know, log into Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, let us know what you like about the show, whether this one or any of the others. Um, Because that helps other people find our podcast here at buffaloremblings.com. And we do have a great group doing great work each and every week. And uh, we do it because we like to connect with other Bills fans. It's a lot of fun. And it's uh, the best fan base in all of football. So let's keep it that way. And let's get a victory against the Buccaneers on Sunday. So I'm going to get out of here for now. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. But before I leave, I got to give you one reminder. Go Bills. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features. Cloud 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Cloud 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.